I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Really excited for the show tonight, uh, and we're grateful for all of the program directors that air this program, and, uh, you know, we are heard coast to coast thanks to a number of programmers who uh, are uh, amazing in putting us out there along with TalkStreamLive.com, which links to those radio stations. And then, of course, we have Aftermath.fm. Tune in. We're on 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And for those of you that don't listen to a more convenient time and uh, you'd like to subscribe, do so. Go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. And there you'll be able to listen to the shows. You'll be able to watch videos and hang out in the uh, chat, do all kinds of crazy things and have fun. It's it's your library. It's your platform. It's all for you. Just subscribe today at aftermath.media. Speaking of aftermath.media, there are two videos that you can see there if you uh, do some research. And what they are, there are two videos. One, well, back in June, I appeared at a virtual conference with both Harvard theoretical astrophysicist Avi Loeb and New York Times columnist Ralph Blumenthal. And we were both curious about the highly anticipated Pentagon report on UFOs and UAP. Now, the report was meant to assess the threat that's posed by unidentified aerial phenomena. And while much of the report steered away from extraterrestrial theories and hunches, it, it did officially confirm, however, that there were several UFO sightings that had until then only been shared through virtual or viral media. And so on one hand, the brief nine-page assessment confirmed that most of the UAP reported probably do represent physical objects, which range from birds, balloons, foreign surveillance, weather balloons of the gods, I don't know. And, of course, there's also top U.S. government projects they said may be, you know, may be observed too. And so if anybody was hoping for some kind of acknowledgement of extraterrestrial intelligence, well, they were let down because the report failed to link any of the 144 encounters to alien activity. And so I remember how excited we were at the time. I mean, as I was interviewing Avi and I was interviewing Ralph Blumenthal, I, I was like, you know, are you excited? Yeah, we're excited. But we were both saying, yeah, but nothing's going to really come of it because they're going to be very hush-hush on the matter. And and certainly, you know, they didn't give us anything. I called it a nothing burger. It was very disappointing, although I did give a, a, a play-by-play report at the virtual conference saying, okay, this is what they said it was, this is what they said it wasn't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the things, you know, even though the report did not give the disclosure we were looking for, the actions of the government were quite peculiar because we realized that money was being set aside to do further investigations into claims of UFOs and the possibility of life in space. Everyone from NASA to the military have changed their operations to accommodate the possibility that space is a case of unfinished business. While alien hunters spend plenty of time searching for habitable planets beyond our solar system, a study published last year in the journal Monthly, it was oh, actually, it was the Monthly Journal, okay, it was the Journal of Monthly Notices of Royal Astronomical Society, and they warned us that scientists 
should look other places for proof of alien life. Like, don't overlook the black holes. Black holes, of course, can radiate up to 100,000 times more energy than a star like our sun, and they may make tempting targets for alien civilizations looking to power their interstellar ships. The authors of the study actually wrote, to do this, aliens could use what are called Dyson spheres. They're high-tech structures that take energy from the disk of white-hot matter swirling around a black hole, and then it radiates that energy outward into space. And so that re-radiated energy would create a distinct wavelength signature that astronomers could detect from Earth, and the study suggested that this would be a techno-signature that could not be ignored. The researchers are currently developing algorithms to search through existing telescope data in search of those those uh, telltale signatures that are out there. I, I don't know about you, but above all the noise about insurrections, World War Three, and the COVID-19 stuff, I mean, this is, I think, astounding. This is amazing stuff. I know that the, the, the media would have you believe that we're on the brink of war. And we talked about that last night, of course. They would also have you believe that we all need to panic over the variant of the day. But what is most interesting above all, in my opinion, is how that what is out there in space is having a cultural moment. I see that there has been a struggle to break through all of the political claptrap to announce that we are living in times where science fiction has graduated into fact and the sky is no longer the limit. These are plans that have been made and they've been carried out to break through those barriers in order to look back into the cosmos and quite possibly reveal the secrets that were once only known by God. Literally. I mean, some would say that perhaps this is overreach. But think about it. For, for nearly 100 years, we have had questions about where we have come from, how we came to be, and what our purpose here on this planet is. I mean, we're living in one of the most profound moments in human history. A profound moment is where new truths are revealed and impossible truths are only dreamed about. It is in these times where, where historically, if you look back, well, historically looking back at prophecy, prophets and seers spoke of great enlightenment. I mean, for many of you, you've probably heard that they call it the golden age. Biblical scholars would call it the apocalypse or a time for great revelatory discovery. It's the apocalypse. I don't know if it's the eschaton. It may be the eschaton. Everybody thinks it's the end of the world, but that would be too easy. But from, from one existence to another, from paradigms that shift and knowledge that is revealed, we can take the time at the moment. At the moment, we, we, we can take the time to marvel our achievements and seek out new ideas and follow through with those ideas see and this is why i find it to be the most exciting time to be alive it's good and bad but mostly good when you're thinking about what is out there and what we're going to learn about what is out there it continues to surprise it continues to deliver it continues to be the gift that keeps on giving 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, 
Sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.